0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Canaan STL Podcast, brought to you by Canaan Baptist Church, where we connect you to what matters most, to God, to people, and to purpose. This is Pastor Daniel, and again, today I'm joined with Pastor Martin Winslow. Uh, so how are you doing today, Martin?
1: I'm doing great, Daniel. It's Fantastic. good to see you in the studio today.
0: Yeah, right, like we never see each other. Uh-uh. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Outstanding. So hey, today we are entering a new section of our podcast, podcast series on eschatology uh, which is of course the study of end things and so where we've been so far and a lot of you have been listening but just in case you're just kind of jumping in the middle of this podcast series we began by unpacking some key terms and having just kind of some introductory sessions on eschatology uh, giving broad overviews we've identified the four major views of eschatology which is uh dispensational premillennialism, historical premillennialism, amillennialism, and postmillennialism. And so then we took a week and we really unpacked each view, looking at the highlights of each view, the kind of the history of each view, the the major tenets, and um, historical and current popular uh, proponents of those views. Well, today we kind of enter this new section of this series. That's where we're going to start looking at particular scripture passages and then have Having a good conversation about how each view sees and understands that passage. So today we're looking at Revelation chapter 20. So if you're listening to the podcast and you're able to, you might even want to open up your Bible uh, just to be able to look at this as we read it. We're going to look at Revelation 20 and Martin, if it's okay with you, I'm just going to read it and then we'll talk through it with uh, the different views and different key items and uh, we'll see how this goes. It should be kind of fun. Sounds good. All right. So I'm in Revelation 20 going to read verse 1 through 6 just to get all the conversation started. Because this passage is where this whole word millennium and concept of millennium comes from. All right, so here we go. Verse 1. Then I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding in his hand the key to the bottomless pit and a great chain. And he seized the dragon, the ancient serpent, who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. and those who had not worshipped the beast or its image, and had not received its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The rest of the dead did not come to life until the thousand years were ended. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is the one who shares in the first resurrection, over such the second death has no power. But they will be priest of God and of Christ, and they will reign with him for a thousand years. All right. Well there we go, Pastor Martin. So let's first uh chat about what do you see as the before we get into the different views, what do you see as the major issues of conversation here in these first Six verses, obviously you have the thousand years,
1: yeah, I mean, is that literal? Is it not literal? okay right? yep, I think that's that's an issue. When does the thousand years occur, yep, right? Does it occur after the coming of Christ, or does it occur before the coming of Christ? Yep. that's another one. um, this other idea about Satan being bound, yes, so that's says, huge, yep, you know, uh, I saw an angel coming down from heaven, holding in his hand the key to the bottomless pit in a great chain, sees the dragon. Right, who is the devil and yep. bound him for that so so is Satan bound right now? Because one view is gonna look at that thousand years as, as occurring, right? Mm-hmm. Church, the church age, and another's gonna say, no way, Satan's not bound. He's the God of this world, Second Corinthians, right? Mm-hmm. And so that must be a future <laughs> event.
0: So what does bound mean?
1: What does it mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So both would would argue, you know, that they're they've got an interpretation that makes sense in that context. The other thing I think would be um that just sticks out. To me, here would be the first and second resurrections, which yes. we've talked about yep. toward the end of that right. uh, verse six that you talked yep.
0: about. Absolutely, you nailed it. I do believe those are the key issues where there is disagreement on, yep. or you know, let, different understanding. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, let, let's dive right in. Um, this, the first thing we encounter here is this binding of Satan. Mm-hmm. Right, so goes to the so the angel holds him in his hand, has the keys to this bottomless pit, has the great chain, sees the dragon throws him into the pit shuts it seals it um where so he so he might not deceive the nations any longer until the thousand years were ended so before we get to the literality of a thousand years or not you first encounter this issue of satan being bound so according to the premill view right that is a they take this at much more a literal value to where he is bound he's thrown in a pit which means he is unavailable he is he is not interfering in the in life he's not interfering in the natural world at all he is incarcerated he is he's shut up it is sealed he's in a he's in a cage right so yeah he can't go out to deceive the nations <clears throat> right um, you know, most pre-millennials will say he can't do anything. He yeah. is completely impotent during this thousand-year time frame. Which, of course, pre-mill sees as a more literal yeah, r- view, right. right? So, so that's the pre-mill view. Now, the all and the post-mill sees that differently. So, yeah. what what's what's the understanding there?
1: Yeah, so the Amill and the Postmill um they see this binding of Satan with the coming of Jesus and the coming of the kingdom through the gospel. And so uh, they're going to look at this verse and they're going to say that was the beginning. The inauguration was whenever Jesus came and said the kingdom of God is at hand in Mark chapter 1. And then they're going to see the total fulfillment of this come whenever Jesus says in his resurrection, all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Therefore go. And so the binding of Satan in this sense is not this idea where, you know, the, the pre-mill, and this this is the area of discussion that I think we need to kind of get into is when you see it, like you said, it's a total and utter, complete closing off. He's incarcerated. You he said he's shut up. It's yeah. sealed up. Yeah. And so yep. you said he's he's gone. He's completely out of the picture. Whereas your ah uh, and post guys are going to say, okay, he's bound in the sense that the gospel is the binding of satan meaning this that as long as the gospel proclamation continues to go forward satan nor the flesh of man through fallen adam can hinder that gospel from saving souls and bringing dead men to life so he's still bound he's just not utterly and yep. completely bound in that sense does it okay. does that make sense I understand what you're saying. That's all I'm asking. But I don't understand that. I would that never in ask you to believe what I'm saying. <laughs> so, so
0: okay, some questions on that. Mm-hmm. So here it talks about the angel putting him in the pit and binding him with this great chain, mm-hmm. right? There's no mention of the gospel here. There's no mention that this the gospel is doing the binding here. It mentions that the angel puts him in the pit and the great chain that binds him. So, mm-hmm. how hermeneutically how do you get yeah. from the Chain and the angel doing this to him to, oh, no, no, no. That's the gospel. Right. Yeah. That seems like a, in my mind, that seems like mm -hmm. a huge leap looking at this text.
1: Yeah. So if you look at Mark chapter three, Jesus is talking to the scribes and Pharisees who are, they're in this context, they're accusing him of casting out demons by the power of Satan. And that's where Jesus says the famous statement, right? A kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. He also says that. If a house is divided against itself, that house will not be able to stand. And if Satan has risen up against himself and is divided, he cannot stand but is coming to an end. Then he says this, verse 27, But no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man. Then indeed he may plunder his house. And so in this context, Jesus is doing healings. Right, And they're accusing him of doing that healing by the power of Satan. But he says, no, 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 no. I've come into the strong man's house, and I have binded, I have bound the strong man. Mm-hmm. And I've done this by my power, and I've plundered his goods. And that is the bringing of the gospel. And so that's how nope. the Amill and postmill okay. Just a see push back, that. A push and the there. coming of the kingdom.
0: That's no, good, that's good, It's good. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. But in the context there, Jesus was not talking about the gospel, he was talking about healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so he first bound the strong man to do the healing, right? And now in our context, we believe the the miraculous signs and wonders. I mean, God can still heal, but we don't believe that we have the power to heal per se. So again, you're you're inserting gospel in both of those, but neither one of those contexts are talking gospel. So,
1: so you would say whenever Jesus says the kingdom of God is at near, that the gospel's not a part of that the kingdom.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Kingdom is here. It's already, Mm -hmm. it's not culminated, but Mm -hmm. it is here and Mm it's expanding. And Satan cannot beat the the gospel.
1: What is the proof that the kingdom has come in Jesus? Jesus is here and the gospel is here. Yeah. And we're getting saved. If you look at Mark when Jesus says the kingdom of God is at hand, right? Mm -hmm. And then immediately what you see following that is the power of the spirit to heal people. And so a right. part of that proclamation is for him to do things that no one else can do. That's proof and vindication that he's God's only son, right?
0: Sure. And so
1: the coming of the kingdom, right, is not just the gospel, but it's this accompaniment. It's this bigger picture that there is nothing that has been done by Satan that cannot be overcome by Christ in the power of the gospel.
0: I totally agree with everything you said right there.
1: And so when we look... At what Jesus says here in Mark chapter 3, um, there's a belief by Aham Post that that is part of the binding of, of Satan.
0: Yeah. I just, I, hermeneutically, it's just a leap.
1: Yeah, I, I think
0: it's a I, leap. I think um, it's wonderful. If it's you look at Revelation 20, right? <laughs> well, and, and then just looking at other scripture, interpret scripture, I just, you know, the description of Satan being bound here and what you're communicating to me are just totally different. You know, I just don't see. I, for well, me, me, this is one of the main hangups I have with well, why I'm not post mill or amill.
1: Let me ask you this yep. then: When Jesus says here that no one can enter a strong man's house and plunder his goods unless he first binds the strong man, are you saying that Jesus is not saying that he bound Satan?
0: He did in that case where he's healing the man. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah. So does he not bind Satan by the power of the gospel?
0: I think the gospel overcomes Satan. Absolutely.
1: Okay, then Satan is bound,
0: but not by the in the gospel. sense. But not in the sense that Revelation twenty is describing that he's bound.
1: Well, he's you're, overpowered you're, now,
0: but he is not bound. So he is. He's overpowered by the gospel, but he is not in prison. He, but he is. He bound is not by Revelation gospel, right? twenty bound yet.
1: Yeah, I, I think he, I think he is because I think the power of the gospel can go in okay, North so, Korea. Okay, so it can go. It can go anywhere. And and actually, you're 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 saying what, it without saying it all the way. You're you're yeah, saying it's an already, you're, you're, but not yet. Yeah, you're you're sort of. It sounds like you're in the middle though. So you do believe the gospel
0: overcomes, binds Satan. Satan. I believe binds you like he wraps him up and throws him away. No, but it overpowers him. Okay, so the, he is the, bound gospel by the gospel defeats. So here, so real battle in world life, right? Okay, Napoleon Bonaparte loses at the Battle of Waterloo. He's overpowered. Okay. He's not bound. He doesn't walk away. He's prevented from advancing further. Yes. But he is not bound. He doesn't, he's not incarcerated. He's not thrown on the island of Elba yet. Right. That was, Elba's his binding in my, so if I would take that example and apply it to the biblical case here, what you're describing to me totally does not fit Revelation 20. It is not there. I mean, here in Revelation 20, Satan is shut up. It's sealed over, so he can't get out in a pit.
1: Yeah, and look at verse okay. 3. Look at verse 3. He threw him in a pit and shut it and sealed it over him so that what?
0: He can't he deceive might the nations.
1: He not deceive the nations sure. any longer. He can't seal the, the nations if he's in, in a cage, right? How, how can, he's in a pit. Is, can he deceive the nations now with the power of the gospel, though?
0: Are you telling but, me he's not deceiving the nations
1: now? I'm telling you the power of the gospel, I right? would say our nation is deceived right on, now. Hold on, hold on. I'm telling you that the power of the gospel, Right. That that can overcome, that that can overcome anything. Sure. And that the nations will not be deceived by the preaching of the gospel. Like they they can, and they have the ability. They're not going
0: to be deceived by the preaching of the gospel. That's true. But look at our nation. Do you not think we're deceived right now?
1: Well, a lot of people are. Absolutely. absolutely.
0: But you do not think Nazi Germany was deceived? Absolutely. think Stalin and Lenin were deceived?
1: But we've seen some of the greatest revivals in history. Well, as sure. Well that's that's
0: that. a case in point. The and gospel can overpower.
1: Yeah, it, and it does. But right? that's
0: not binding. Satan is still on the loose. Yeah. <laughs> How do you explain what's going on in our nation? <laughs> this is why I could go on mill, but wait before I could go post mill, yeah. is because, you know, I definitely see. <clears throat> Yes, there's been revivals, but so we've had several revivals here in the United States. We had the first yeah. Great Awakening, had a second Great Awakening. You know, we were impacted by the you know mid the late 1800 revival in in Wells. It didn't impacted. New, I mean, we had all that, right? Mm-hmm. But yet here we are. It's it we're still going downward in an, a, a morality in an immorality me, plunge well, in our culture, this. right?
1: Let me ask you this: things
0: aren't getting better.
1: Are there more believers in the world now than there ever has been in history?
0: Proportionally?
1: Well, I don't know if we know proportionally, but are well, there more a, believers?
0: That's a question you got to ask. There's more people in the world now than there ever been, too. <laughs> of course, too, and there's right? more
1: belief than there's ever been yeah. in the
0: world. I, and, and I know one of the post mill views is well, it's not just about you know the gospel saving people. It's also about what the gospel does, like yeah, hospitals sure. and orphanages. Yeah. That's all valid, you know. And
1: that's kingdom, right? That's what I was talking about. It's this. It's yeah. Christ coming in healing and power, and right
0: sure, but the the quality of yeah. faith, the um you know the the lasting impact of the gospel is not yet seen, you know because the west the whole West, we're on the way down bell yeah, curve agree. of the of the gospel, I agree. right? And so in my view, the argument of post mill would say that 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 downslide of the of the bell curve wouldn't happen. It continues to get better and better and better, ushering in the golden age of Christ and I just don't see that pattern. Look at China, you know? So China, missionary movement, 1800s, mm-hmm. gospel everywhere. All of a sudden, you had the Sino-Japanese war, Christians are kicked out, went to atheistic communism. Now it's starting to grow again underground, but it's just it's these cycles, you know? It's not an it's not an upward climb. It is cyclical. And so it, to me, it just shows Satan is not bound completely. He's not incarcerated, he's I not agree. in a pit. I, right, he still I, I he is still deceiving nations.
1: I, I, I sort of agree. I, I agree. Communism is a okay. deception. But but hold on. But hold on. We just understand the binding different. But you I'm, you you're saying incarcerated in the sense that he's in jail. He can't do anything during this period of time, right? And what I'm saying is he is bound by the power of the gospel. I can go anywhere in the world. My
0: argument though is. Revelation twenty I agree. disagrees with what you're saying. But I
1: I, I disagree <laughs> But verse three I think makes it clear what that deceiving is. He threw him in the pit, shut it and sealed it over him so that he might not deceive the nations any longer until the thousand years was over. And what I'm saying is the gospel can go anywhere in the nations in the world today among people groups. And I think you would believe this too. And anybody sure. can hear it and be brought from death to life absolutely and that's what I'm saying the post and I believe that that is the binding of Satan the nations will not be deceived because the preaching of the gospel so you're saying okay it. that's that's good does that so make you're, sense you're I, saying I you okay, you're from.
0: saying the shutting him and sealing him <clears throat> the only purpose of that is so yeah. he can't he can't deceive nations
1: yeah it's because of the power of the gospel and
0: I'm saying is his shutting and sealing includes that he can't deceive the nations anymore but it's not limited to that because he's shut up he's sealed he's yeah. in the pit He's locked up,
1: yeah, and I, and I think I think that comes when Jesus says, "All authority has been given me in heaven and on earth." Therefore, go, and I, and that's what I'm saying is we see it more as a as a spiritual spiritual. Uh, what's the approach more um, <clears throat> in a spiritual sense? I guess you would say is that uh, it's it's this binding of Satan. Because of the power of the cross. Kind of like in Daniel chapter two, whenever you see during the course, you know, he goes through all these nations from the past. He moves from Assyria to Babylon, uh, to Greece to Rome, and then there's this big rock, right, that comes in, and it's the kingdom and put an end to all kingdoms. It's that rock that crushes the feet of the statue, and it grows and it takes up all the earth. And that's what we're saying is that doesn't mean everybody on earth is going to be saved or that Satan doesn't deceive in some sense. It just means that his power has been limited by what the gospel has done and that the world will be evangelized.
0: If it was not for Revelation 20, I might could might could agree with that. Okay. But I think Revelation 20 is just so clearly and, a different direction. And
1: hey, here's what's really interesting, right? So. I'm trying to be. I'm trying to do exegesis here, mm-hmm. and not let my theology drive my exegesis. You're trying to do the same thing. Yep, absolutely. And we're in two different places. Yep, we really are. But I just yeah. think, in, and it could because know, I, think I, I, know, I, I think I hear you, I think I hear you. Yeah, but I, I don't be totally over combative.
0: But I think, I think any fifth grader who just reads this and reads it as <laughs> it is now, Reve- now, again, Revelation 20 comes away saying Satan is in prison. He can't do anything. I, th- I think. I th- I don't know if I. I think your theology is driving your interpretation a little bit.
1: Well, it, it, do uh, you believe? Do you if you just read verse three? Okay. If you by just the way, read I love you, man. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know. If you just read verse three, yeah. Are the nations deceived?
0: Yes. Right now they are.
1: And and I would say. I would say that doesn't have to be the case with the proclamation of the gospel. Doesn't have to be. I agree. Then he's bound, no. because no, no, because no, no, it no. says a, if a he's result, bound,
0: there's no way they can be deceived.
1: B- because it says here though, a result of the binding, mm-hmm. right, is verse three that the nations might not be deceived anymore. Yeah, and and I guess that's where we're different. Is I believe because the preaching of the gospel can go anywhere in the world, and the nations won't be deceived. That Satan is bound. And I'm that's what I'm saying is my hermeneutic, my, my hermeneutic starts with this idea that the gospel can go anywhere, and because of its power to bring resurrection life, that Satan is bound because of that. Does that make sense? I think we're reading it. You're you're reading it.
0: You're you're saying reverse. he's just situationally bound. He's not bound all the time.
1: Exactly. Yes.
0: See, I don't see how you can be put in a pit, locked up and sealed up. And it only be some of the time. Yeah,
1: to and me that's, that just
0: that's that is
1: okay, you know, and that's, that, that's taking your theology up,
0: on top of the scripture. And
1: that's why I brought up Mark chapter three, and I think it's so important in this discussion is because you said in that particular instance that that Jesus did bind Satan.
0: I think the gospel binds Satan in in isolated times. Whenever you hear the gospel, you trust in Christ and are saved. The gospel has overpowered Satan. Okay, because he has the blind Second Corinthians four. Satan has blinded the eyes of those who are perishing, right? So they cannot believe. The gospel overpowers that, and yes, the gospel overcomes it.
1: So it does, But, but he is
0: it does. But Satan's not like in a cage bound.
1: Well, you're that's and that's what I'm saying is your your hermeneutic is to read that literally, absolutely, and mine is to read it in more of a general sense.
0: I just don't know what. But, <clears throat> but then you go start going down that trail that leads to more of an allegorical, but here's metaphorical what metaphorical hermeneutic, and then you're like, well, how do you know what means what? But how do you know which but means which? On. That's but dangerous. I think, but
1: I think you agree with me because in Mark chapter three, when Jesus did, he says, "I have plundered the strong man's house." Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean every single person was healed. But we'll both right. agree that Jesus did plunder the strong man's house. The strong sure. man is the devil. There, Jesus came in and he plundered his house. But that doesn't mean everybody's uh, healed. I told totally you, not everybody agree. was healed. Totally agree with that. But if you take Jesus at faith's value, he says that he bound Satan and that he plundered the strong man's right. house.
0: Right. Just like when I hear the when I heard but the you don't gospel, believe that literally. No, I do totally believe that. I believe when I heard the gospel that the Spirit regenerated me ripped Satan's blinders off of me, so Satan was impotent in that moment to stop me from getting saved. Absolutely, I believe okay. that. But that's a far cry from Satan's in prison, shut up and impotent, which Revelation 20 <laughs> describes, right?
1: Okay. All right. I think I think there's a little bit of us talking past each other, but, but I, I get where you're coming from. I just have a... A more general okay. kind All of argument. But, well, but, one, one but, but I'm issue. not on some slippery slope moving towards liberalism. That's what I want to kind of combat. Because I, I think Mark three, Mark three, I could make the same argument against against you and say, Well, hold on, you're not taking Jesus completely literal either, because he said, you know, the coming of the kingdom, the strong the, the bind man being strong, you know, sorry, the strong man being bound. Yeah. Is not in every single case.
0: Right, well, because he's, he's cast that, he's, he's, he, he healed those people, right? Yeah, right? Which is manifestation. He did bind the strong man.
1: Right. And Maybe. I'm saying the same can be true here. I can lay that over the top of Revelation chapter 20 and make the same application. Is that when Jesus shows up, right, when the gospel shows up, Satan might as well be in a bottomless pit with a great chain and he can't get out. Does that yeah. make sense? That's how I read that. That's how uh, I read that.
0: Yeah. So you're, you're equating you – You're connecting okay. with, with – I just con- want you I'm to connecting. understand how I'm reading it. You're saying it's moment by moment. Yeah. It's not for a 1,000 years.
1: Well, it's for this period of time during the church age. This is how things will be But conducted. he's bound,
0: unbound, bound, unbound, bound, unbound. No,
1: over, no.
0: Because not, not everybody gets saved.
1: Well, that, that's true. That's true. so. But anytime time the and, gospel is And there are still heralded.
0: nations being deceived. So it's bound, yeah. unbound. I just it's just not it's just not tracking in my brain. I guess yeah. that's why I'm not post meal, but right, right, but, right. you know, or omil, whatever. Right.
1: Well, yeah. Okay. Should we move on? <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm sure our, our listeners are very confused. By yeah, now.
1: they probably are. Yeah.
0: All right. Okay. So how are we doing on time? Okay. All right. Wow. It's already been 25 minutes. It's a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, Luther said, you know that. He said, "When when uh, Satan was bound, um, he said um, he compared it to like a dog on a chain, a, a mad dog on a chain. You know, he was still ferocious and and mean. And if you get too close to him, right, there's going to be a lethal bite. But but um, Satan is still God's Satan. Does that make sense? Oh, sure. And so nothing I think, to that I disagree with. Yeah, and I think that was the argument. So." <clears throat> So, in your in your view, it it seems like so. Help me uh, understand if this is right, but it seems like a less sovereign view of God's power in the gospel, and a little bit more like, you know, Satan has more power than I want to give him. I don't know.
0: No, I, I would not ever say <laughs> God is less sovereign. Right, Um, I would just say, uh, did that hurt a little? uh, No, because I would agree with Scripture, (laughs) Second Corinthians four, that talks about the God that the that the Prince of the power of the air is the one who has veiled the eyes who don't believe. Right. So, by God's own design and sovereignty, that is in place where Satan does that.
1: But God can take those blinders off at any moment.
0: Absolutely, through the power of the gospel. Gospel overpowers. So we obviously, we agree on all these main issues, right? It's just, what does this binding mean? So you're seeing, so I I see the binding as Mm -hmm. he's infinite. He is locked away. He is not present for a thousand years. Right. You're saying he is. Yep. His binding is just in certain abilities. Yeah. Namely, he he cannot deceive nations.
1: Right. I, I lay on top of it, this hermeneutic I get from the gospels. Of this idea that when the kingdom comes to a place, right when Jesus comes, um, he's binding the strong man with the power of the kingdom and the gospel. It brings it brings that binding. So,
0: can I ask one last question? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> then, in Second Corinthians four, four, this prince of the power of the air that does mm-hmm. have blinders on the unbelievers. Um, how do you see that in the binding conversation?
1: Yeah. So Second uh, Corinthians four. Is that the passage that says that he's the god of this age? Yeah, god of this uh,
0: age or prince of the power. Yeah, one of those, yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think Ephesians 2 says he's the prince of the That's right. The yeah, I'm sorry. Right. Second four four. He's god of so, this age. Yeah. Well, if you, if you look at Ephesians 2, let's take that one first, because it calls him the prince of the power of the air. The prince that now – he now works in the sons of disobedience, right? Yep. So he's doing this yep. thing. But if you look uh, and you go down just a little bit further, <clears throat> and, and, and Paul says, you know, we were all kind of like this as well. We had this this nature, this wrathful nature, and, and we were sons of disobedience. But in, in verse 3, he transitions then and says, but God – Right, who is rich in his mercy because of great love with which he's loved us, even when we we're dead in our trespasses and sins, right? Mm-hmm. Resurrection yeah, has made, made us alive. alive together with Christ. By grace you've saved. So we got we got both things there. We've got the binding of the strong man, but God. Okay, So the prince of the power of the air, this this little God, little G, is bound by what? The first resurrection, but God. He doesn't
0: call it resurrection. He says made alive May, spiritually.
1: Yeah, but he, and he starts off in Ephesians 2, verse 1, to say...
0: We're dead, dead in our trespasses. You're dead. Yeah.
1: So what happens when somebody comes from death to life? What do we call that?
0: Spiritually, we call it born again.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so a dead... Bre- Bodily, hey, we, we, we call we it just, resurrection. We just wrote a book. We just wrote a book. <laughs> Seventh resurrection.
0: Yeah, and what by resurrection do we never write about? By the way... This thing you're calling born bad. again. <laughs> I think I wrote something in there. <laughs> That's all good.
1: Okay. Yeah. So... <clears throat> To answer that question, I think that's that's the idea that the on post kind of come with is yeah I mean the world's a wreck until the second coming, um, in a general sense. But because the gospel is being proclaimed at any moment, Satan can be bound by that power that comes. But, God but just
0: Ephesians, bound over that one individual and that one
1: or nations. Issue. It can be nations, yeah. Mm-hmm. And in and, and you know as the gospel trickles, and that's why we go to like unreached people groups, tribes that have never heard. And you can see revivals in those places, right? We're trying to reach unreached people groups right now in Mm -hmm. different places in the world. Okay. And we have a belief, and you have a belief, Mm -hmm. that, I mean, we believe this as a church, is that anywhere we go with the gospel, like, that's the reason we do it, is because we know the strong man can be bound
0: gospel overcomes right? absolutely yeah. Yeah. yeah which is why Jesus said the gates of Hades will not prevail against the church because right. of the gospel which and, is what Peter's confession and was
1: and so in that context you believe kind of in a little binding of Satan
0: I believe he's right? overpowered sure absolutely a little
1: binding you just don't believe exegetically in chapter 20 that's what's going on
0: i see him as two, right. yeah so i total. see it as two different things
1: yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah. you agree with Jesus and Mark
0: absolutely three, that he oh, was yeah. binding Satan absolutely
1: so i want to hear you say Jesus bound Satan. Jesus bound
0: Satan, absolutely. But Satan is not in a pit. He is not. Yeah, because I don't. Does this does this chapter twenty here even use the term bound? Yeah, uh, yeah, it does, and bound him for a thousand years. Yeah, so it says he's bound him, but he's threw him in a pit. That pit is shut. That pit is sealed. That's different than. Let me bind him and restrain him in this moment.
1: I just, I got you to say Jesus bound Satan. Oh, yeah, okay. And I'm, so I'm, is that victory for you? I, I feel, I feel satisfied for some.
0: Okay, but I, but I you understand, you vindicated. understand my thought process. How that is different? I,
1: I, I do. Okay. Actually, this has been great because I, I, th- I feel like I understand you better, and I'm, 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 but I'm feeling a little more entrenched in my view.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling more entrenched in mine. That's good. Okay. So, so one last question. Um, I know we're longer than normal, but. Yeah. So I heard you. I kind of want to. I might have picked up on something that gets me understand your position a little better than I thought I did. Sure. So it says here in verse three, threw him into the pit, shut and sealed it over him, so that he might not deceive the nations any longer. Yeah. Okay. So unpack the word might there for me. Are you are you still leaving it open that Satan still deceives some nations?
1: Yeah. uh, Well,
0: (laughs) I mean, so because that was, that'd be a big shift for me in understanding your thinking. Yes. Because my thought would be. My thought was going into this is yeah. that post mill, I guess, uh, also believes that Satan cannot deceive nations today at all.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's. Yeah, I don't think that's the truth. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So you're, so, so you're
0: just opening yeah. it up to there's the possibility where nations can. Yeah. Yeah. Be saved, delivered, improved by the gospel.
1: Yeah, yeah I, th- I, th- I think so. So it's some sort of a process, right? There's this thousand-year time period. We just don't know where we're at in that thousand-year period. So, yeah, I mean, it could look a lot different a thousand years from now. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? And I would still say we're in the millennium if I lived a thousand years from now, If I, from my understanding of the Scripture. So, so yeah, this... Now, some people have this grand idea, like within post mill, that there's going to be like this worldwide, like incredible move towards like theonomic rule, like the the law of God will come back and be. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure exactly the golden what, age, yeah. right? I'm not sure exactly what it looks like, and here's why: because in Adam, the fall was it decimated humanity, right? Uh, Genesis three, when the curses come down, um, the ground was cursed. Like everything is cursed to the point where I'm not sure I could see with my own eyes what it might look like. And that's why I think Christ, his return is imminent. It could happen at any moment. And, And we could say, wow, there was an incredible victory for the world. So many people got saved because we are so deserving of hell, death and death because of sin. Um, does that make sense? So within the post mill view, I think there's a lot of variation on what that, you know, if you talk to a post mill guy today, just about anybody they go, oh yeah, well Christ's return is is imminent. Um, he's saving people out of every tribe tongue. And, and nation. And, and that could be through abortion, like mm-hmm. children, you know, he, he allows into heaven um, uh, through, you know, a stillborn child or whatever, and that the end could come at any moment. So I'm not sure what, if we know exactly what it looks like, just because the fall was so devastating, yeah. you know,
0: <clears throat> interesting stuff. Well, that's all the time we have for today. So are you serious? We didn't get, that's it. It's, we've been here for th-
1: 35 minutes oh man
0: I know it's crazy time goes fast when you're oh, having fun Wow,
1: that was awesome <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey uh, so join us next time we'll continue in Revelation chapter 20 uh, we still have to talk about the thousand years yeah. we still have to talk about this first resurrection yeah, yeah. and second death so still a lot to talk about and then that's only the first passage we're looking at so yeah we got a ways to go yeah. hey if you have questions comments just shoot us an email at info at and we'll talk to you next time on Canaan STL Podcast